Um, so people call you Wes, but what's your full name? Um, I keep my full name a secret. What? <laughs> Are you like in the secret agent or something? Maybe. Whoa. No. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just I think kidding. I gotta go. Um, so I don't like to go by my first name just because I don't feel like it fits my vibe. But mm-hmm. my full name is Alexis Eileen Weston. Oh, that's so cute. Mm, so I go by Wes, which is a portion of my last name, which funny enough i found out that my dad's adoptive father actually went by wes when he was younger and i didn't know that so funny things dang okay what college are you going to and was teach like was your first choice being a teacher yeah so um i the first college that i went to to get my undergraduate degree was hampton university it's a small hbcu on the east coast it's in hampton virginia and an hbcu is a historically black college or university i thought it was just really important for me to you know growing up in temecula which is a predominantly white community i really wanted to go to a university that specifically catered to me um you know and even though i am mixed i do strongly identify with my blackness and i do feel like i fit in more with the black community and i felt like more accepted there so that's why i went there and i got my bachelor's in journalism and then now i'm at the university of san diego getting my master's of education and curriculum and instruction i think i flip-flopped between a lot of careers while Mm -hmm. i was growing up so like i but all of them had to do with like writing in some capacity Mm -hmm. which is why i initially floated towards journalism but i didn't like the type of writing that was in journalism and then during the pandemic i was working with students a lot and when i looked at my resume i realized that almost all of my like extracurriculars had to do with education and i think it just clicked i was like oh i'm supposed to be an educator Mm -hmm. you know and i i didn't even realize it all this time um yeah so now i'm so now i'm here and so i wouldn't say that teaching was my first option like it wasn't the first thing that i thought of but i think that it's been obvious to probably everyone around me for a while now that education is my path i just had to figure it out myself yeah Mm -hmm. um why did you want to go to an all-black college um like i said i grew up in temecula yeah um and i you know i'm not gonna bash my hometown because my hometown made me and it's part of who i am and my parents moved there because they grew up in some really rough areas and they wanted the best for me you know they Mm -hmm. wanted me to grow up in an area that like was safe and secure and i really appreciate the sacrifices that they made for me in order to get there um but it's really hard when like you're growing up and you're almost always the only black girl in your classroom and i wanted to experience a place where i wasn't other okay Mm -hmm. yeah i can understand but um (laughs) pretty much like i can understand what you're coming from Mm -hmm. but um what subject do you want to teach i want to be a language arts teacher um i know here at high tech you don't really have like a formal english or language arts class that falls into humanities which i would also be happy with teaching but i definitely want to stay within that realm okay why did you want to do language arts like you can do like anything you wanted but like why language arts did something happen in high school or middle school you know what um yes (laughs) i think my english teachers were a really like formative part of like my upbringing and they played a really big role in me becoming who i am and i think that um english is the class where teachers really get students to open up and where i think students really like discover a lot about themselves and i found a lot of peace in my own writing like i found peace with like 
you know, maybe some like not awesome things that I've experienced and been through and like had to like deal with and stuff like by writing it out. And I think that writing is truly like a gift and I want to like give that and I want to help students develop their own voices. I think education when it comes to English now really focuses on trying to like force students into um, like mainstream dialects of English and like academic English. And I think that language is so much more than that which is like which is why I like to say language arts instead of English or at least I'm trying to train myself to say language arts instead of English because we all have unique experiences and backgrounds and communities and dialects and they deserve to be heard and developed and like loved in the classroom and I think that's my mission like I really want to help students develop their own voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, why did you want to intern at Haitakai? So okay typically um we get to do like a request form where it's like oh like what kind of school do you want to go to but, like nine times out of ten like people don't get that mm-hmm. but I ended up getting what I wanted I specifically requested to be at a high tech I was like look I was like give me any high tech I'm willing to do it um I really wanted to experience project-based learning and I had some friends last semester that were at a high tech school and they were telling me like that it would really fit my vibe and that, and that um, I'm the type of person that definitely belongs at a high tech, probably because I tend to be a little more like out there in my Trendy. teaching practices. <laughs> Trendy. Um, I think just because I'm a little more, I'm, a, I'm an odd, I'm an odd duck. I'm a little bit of a weird person and that's definitely apparent in like my teaching style. And I think they were like, yeah, Wes, like high tech is kind of weird. You're kind of weird. I think this is a match That's made perfect. in heaven. We're the weird school anyway, so and let's I go. I love it. I love weird places. <laughs> exactly. See, high tech is amazing. But um, where, where, where are you like in high school? I feel like you were the same as now, but a little bit more closed, closed maybe. Um, Actually, that's a really good observation. Really? I think, yeah, I think I was... I was like a significantly less mature version of who I am now. So I think I've like developed a lot. I've probably calmed down a little bit, but I'm still very, (laughs) I'm still very excitable. I'm still very exciting. And high school is when I was like just starting to get into like social justice and just starting to get interested in things like that. So I think like in high school, like I think I thought I was on galaxy brain, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I thought I was like so smart and I was like, I know everything and my peers don't know and stuff. (laughs) And I think now I've just embraced that, like, I'm learning along with you all, you know, Mm -hmm. like I feel like a lot of teaching is about being willing to learn from your students and learn with them. But yeah, so I think, I don't know, in high school, I was just, I was an odd duck still. I've always been a really weird person. Um, oh, I had my own club when I was in high school. I started the with my friend Grace. We started the Gender Equality Club, which we renamed the Gender Equity Club in our senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. So that was like my, that was my thing. That was my baby. Oh, that's so cool. Thank Dang. you. <laughs> I wish I could start a like, club. I'm just too nervous to start a club by myself. Oh my God, do it. Get like some of your friends, start a club. Make sure to plan out like the first like two months before you get started though because mm-hmm. we were super unprepared our first year and it was apparent and like we started with all these members because there was no like there was no like feminist stuff happening on campus mm-hmm. so we started with like probably like 50 people and like within like four meetings we had like two people because we were so bad at running a club and then senior year we were like we have to get this together and then we had like a consistent like 10 to 15 
which mm-hmm. is actually really good for like a high school club like you do not need like a million people to be there you just need like a good consistent core group that are willing to like hang out with you and get things done and it was it was super good our senior year oh dang mm-hmm. okay what would you uh tell to your young younger self just go straight into education <laughs> Just go straight into education. Um, honestly, I'm really happy that I went to an HBCU, but sometimes I wish I'd gone to UC Davis because I wish I'd stayed in California. And I got accepted. I just didn't go. Either that or that maybe I had applied to a different HBCU because Hampton was kind of in the middle of nowhere. Oh, okay. So, like, and I was, like, I wanted to be, like, in a college town. So maybe I would have gone to, like, I don't know, maybe I would have gone to, like, Spelman or, like, FAMU or something if I had chosen another HBCU. I refuse to say Howard, though, because they're the wrong H.U. <laughs> Anyone that hears this that went to Howard, Hampton is better. <laughs> oh, dang. I want all of you to know. But um, no, no shade. HBCU's got to stick together. But we're better. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think maybe I would have... I would have gone to either a different HBCU, just, like, somewhere that was more in a college town. And I think maybe to have always stayed like true to myself because I think sometimes I tried to like change myself to fit like the expectations of other people and that like ended up with friendships that like weren't really like weren't as good as they could have been because I wasn't my full authentic self yeah and I think that if I had just calmed down a little bit and been more myself I would have been like golden okay. yeah um, so always be yourself <laughs> always be yourself all the time <laughs> Um, what's one thing you'll tell 11th grader students, like tips, would you tell us? <gasps> oh my god, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Though, if, if college is your route and you know you want to do that, like, start working on your essays over the summer. Um, like, going into your senior year of high school, like, you're gonna make your language arts teachers' lives so much easier because you will come in with rough drafts and, like, we can really start working to get you, like, the perfect essay. I'm a firm believer that essays are the reason that I got in to most of the colleges that I went into. And it's, like, I had a good GPA and stuff like that. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I had, like, a really good GPA, um, and stuff, but... there was a certain school that I applied to it was Fordham University and they had like a really low acceptance rate and I was like there's no way I'm gonna get in like my SATs don't stack up with their average SAT like my GPA is barely within like the range of their average GPA and stuff but I had some really bomb essays and I think that's the reason I got in okay so really make sure to write something that is truly from your unique experience and like be honest and authentic and yourself and like they will be able to see that shining through um more advice be open to other avenues I think that like we get really obsessed with like you have to go to college and like college is a really big deal and it does help like it does help break cycles of poverty and it can do a lot for people but you can also find success in a lot of other ways so like if you want to go to trade school if you want to start at a community like you shouldn't be like ashamed or feel like you're less than because if you feel like your grades in high school aren't that great like starting out at a community and just making sure that you kick butt at that community college and then you can move into a four-year university if you want to like that's also an option and that can also be something really interesting that you write about in your essay like your journey through education and like so I think I would say like be willing to follow any path as long as it's good for you and like you're not hurting yourself or others and stuff 
and also just like I know I keep saying this over and over again but like be authentic to yourself and like really find your voice like your voice is so important and like listening to like that voice inside your head that tells you like when something is good or something is bad like it will guide you in the right direction and stuff and be kind to yourself oh my god be kind to yourself because in high school I was so mean to myself (laughs) and it did not make anything easier like you deserve to like love yourself and be kind to yourself you deserve all the good things okay okay i have one more question how was it interning with rachel (laughs) oh my god a surprise question um rachel has so much energy (laughs) rachel has so much energy and i actually i really liked it i felt like because like she was like organized and chaotic at the same time which is like i think my vibe so i think that we were definitely on the same wavelength with a lot of things and um we both have really similar perspectives like in the way that we see the world and stuff like that and i think that that really made it easy for like our teaching styles to gel really well because like the stuff that i was interested in teaching she thought was really cool so she would give me kind of like that leeway and also like she would give meg this leeway too because meg and i like we were truly co-captains like in the you weren't there for this because it was with the other team Mm -hmm. but we taught for two weeks and the first week was about banned books and the second week was like writing a poem about like your own story and stuff Mm -hmm. like that because it's like we can't talk about banned books and the fact that like it's harmful to take stories without also encouraging you to tell your own yeah you know so and i think rachel truly like really supported us throughout those two weeks and like helped us get through like everything and um i would say that i just felt very loved and supported and embraced Oh, okay. by Rachel. Well, you should watch my episode about Ben Books with Dr. Sam because oh I made gosh, an episode. Oh my gosh, you did an episode on Ben yeah. Books! <laughs> it was, like, really fun. Like, I learned a lot about it. That sounds so cool. Oh my god, okay, so fun fact, there's, like, a banned children's book called Walter the Farting Dog. We read that okay. book in our class. <laughs> that was the lesson that I did during Ban Books Week. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, all of all of my students, that was, like, the one book that they really remembered because they were, like, it got banned because it said fart over 20 times. What? Okay, that's yeah. weird. It's actually really, really funny. I remember reading the book with them, and I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And the artwork was so scary. <laughs> Just, like, a weird fun fact. Okay. Um, so, well, I'm done with all the questions, so now you can ask me questions if you want. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, oh my god, wait, I need to think. Um, I guess, like, you wanted advice, like, what type of advice I would give to, like, 11th graders. Like, what type of advice do you think 11th graders are trying to seek right now? Like, what guidance do y'all need? Um, that's kind of hard because a lot of people are doing a lot of things right now Mm -hmm. but i would say stay true to yourself and like don't be like stressed out because i know a lot of people who are stressed out about already college Mm -hmm. we're not even seniors yet and um just like chill out have a high school life and like i don't know just chill out i guess Mm -hmm. like that's how like that's how mostly my friends are and like how i am because like i've been busy i'm working and then like i'm going to school going home i'm never really at home because i'm usually at school or work or just at work and then like i come home it's like late at night and i'm just like tired Mm -hmm. so it's like mostly like 
we got we got a lot of stuff going on in our lives right now because of covid and stuff like that yeah so yeah it's stressful i get that covid made things really weird yes i can't even imagine like going to high school during the pandemic yeah (laughs) yeah it was it was hard well like some classes like my least favorite class was in the morning so i'd wake up turn on my camera and like try to stay awake (laughs) and then like but his his class was like super like scary and hard so i'd have my phone out typing like super fast and like trying to keep up Mm -hmm. but like it was so stressful that sounds like a mess (laughs) exactly i was like i'm done like (laughs) it's fight or flight at this point fight or flight you said the instincts are kicking in (laughs) i no longer have control exactly (laughs) okay um any other questions um what is it okay so because i know that like i was only a teenager like five years ago but like (laughs) what is it like what does it feel like being a teenager now I know that probably sounds like such a dinosaur question, but, like, it really helps me understand y'all so much more, like, as I go into teaching you. Um, like, I don't, I don't know. It's mostly memes and then, like, um, anime. I don't know. It's more anime this year than freshman year and all of that. Mm -hmm. Maybe because of quarantine, because I did not like anime at all until my stepdad, like, said, Kayla, just watch anime. It's like, it's... We're in COVID, like, just watch some anime. Oh I my watched God, what, it. What did you start with? Um, I forgot the name of it, but, like, it was, like, um, a reincarnated, like, demon. He was, like, the demon lord. And it was, like, it was amazing. It was amazing. But, and then, but, other than that, because that gave me, like, a couple of, like, it took me back. But, and then I watched Black Butler. Oh, my God. Oh, watched no. it, like, three times. Oh, no. Yes. Black Butler is amazing. Then um, My Hero Academia. Okay, okay. And then uh, it was another popular one. Oh, yeah, One Piece. I started watching that. I'm uh, on episode 40. I still got, like, a bunch to go. Oh, I my stopped. God. They have almost a 1,000 episodes. That's why I refused to start that show. I was like, I'm not doing <laughs> I it. I love it. I don't know. It just, it was, it's t- it wastes time. So that's why I watch it. <laughs> And then it was one more. Oh, Blue Exorcist. I watched it once, but I watched oh, it again. I watched, like, the first season. I thought it was pretty good. And then yeah. I just, I'd be doing this where, like, I watch, like, a like a bunch of episodes or, like, a season or two or something like that. And then I just never revisit. For, like, that's I wa- me on Bleached. Like, I literally watched Bleach and I could, I had to stop for, like, a long time. And then I'm trying to get back into it, but I can't. Oh, my God. Like, I watched one episode and I was like, that's nice. <laughs> I, I don't know why I didn't like Bleach. I don't know. It's complicated because the episodes get complicated more you watch. Uh huh. So okay. like, I think I'm on like I don't know what episode I'm in, but it, it's complicated. Okay. Like I don't get it anymore. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just watching it because I love it. It's like y'all doing a lot. Exactly. <laughs> you need to slow down. Keep being a teenager. Like let's just just calm down. Just chill out. Mm-hmm. There's too many secrets that needs to come out at this point. Yeah. But yeah. But I don't know. I that's a hard question to say because everybody's different what they do i think mm-hmm. people are trying to find yourself this year more than any other year because of covid but yeah you just gotta fill them out it's gonna mm-hmm. fill them out you're chill like everybody's gonna love you so oh my god thank you, you got you. it <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> so yeah any other questions 
Um, no, I can't think of any right now. Any? Okay. Are you sure? I can. I can ask this question. You're wild. No, I won't answer. I won't answer. <laughs> it will be silence on the other end. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh wait, I have a question for you. Oh I have God. not been asking this in my podcast, but I always ask this question. Mm-hmm. What was your first impression of me? Oh my God. Okay, so I loved like the blue in your hair <laughs> because I used to have blue hair and I really miss it. And I was like, we love to see it. Um, <laughs> yes, I loved your blue hair. And when you would pull down your na- your mask, I would see that you had nose piercing. Oh, and as you see, I have yeah. a few myself. So I was like, okay, we're on the same wavelength. Like, I just felt like we had similar vibes. I yeah. think that was my biggest first impression. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Because I literally <laughs> just got this done like when we were on break mm-hmm. and oh it was so hard i had to hide it from my grandma my grandpa and it's like going over like oh hey exactly how is everyone oh, it's like i had to convince my mom my dad was mad at me but we were like you're not in my life so you need to chill out mm-hmm. but like yeah it was so hard to tell my grandparents because my grandma is like really christian so she she'll whew, yeah she's gonna get mad so uh, literally on easter i had to work and i came home early and i was like oh hey mom are they still there they're like yep they're leaving right now so i literally sprinted to walmart just to hide out (laughs) until they left and then when they left i went home i was like oh my god i'm so nervous but like my mom told them and when my mom told them they were fine with it because it's small Mm -hmm. if it was big Oh yeah, no. You will not My be seeing me. Cannot stand this setup, and they're about to be even angrier in the summer when I switch these to hoops. Oh, so she nah. seems like I want like, those like fancy hoops that have like little like things like yes, dangling looking, and stuff. And I'm looking like, at those. There's one like black owned business that I found that like makes mm-hmm. like hoops like that, and they're like so pretty. So I just need to ask my piercer like what size I need, and then I'm gonna. Yep. See, mm. I'm gonna. <laughs> purchase and be like hey i know but i'm gonna have to switch this one too out to like a i have to make it gold to like match so okay does that hurt like because every time i look at you i like i stare at that i try to stare at you i was like (laughs) does it hurt like it's just out there no it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt even when it gets like caught like on a mask or something it doesn't hurt it's just it's just there for real yeah so is it like the same pain of like the nose piercing well i didn't like it wasn't really mm-hmm. hurt like didn't really hurt but like you teared up when you got your nose piercing. yeah yeah i was like although okay so i got the middle one first mm-hmm. and i got that one by itself and it's like i teared up i didn't think it hurt too bad but it's i teared up and then i got these two on the same day mm-hmm. the ones on either side oh you're crazy Ooh. so a little bit <laughs> so i got those two like on the same day and i was like oh like getting them I feel both it. I feel it. it was pretty gnarly and then this one, like, I don't think it hurt, but we had to switch it out twice, like, when I got it pierced, because the post was too long. So, for the f- first post, it was, like, out to here, and she Ooh. was like, that's way too long. And yeah. the second one was, like, a little bit shorter. It was, like, out to, like, I think, like, here. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's still way too long. She was like, I'm going to have to give you the shortest one, because I don't swell up that much when I get pierced. Yeah. So, um, we just decided to, like, downsize to the shortest possible size immediately because, like, it was, like, really out there and, like, it was to the point where, like, it probably wouldn't be safe for me to have one that big. Yeah. So, (laughs) I had to, like, we had to switch it out twice, which made it hurt. But the the initial didn't hurt. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for telling me that. I I don't think I'm still going to get it because it just seemed like my pain tolerance is going to be like, what? <laughs> no, I will punch a lady if I need to. You know what? I also just have a really high pain tolerance because I have like a really big tattoo like right here mm-hmm. and I it, I was fine. So, so yeah. Uh, we're not on the same wavelength of that. Yeah, no, I have a really high <laughs> pain tolerance. I'm not a good person to ask about whether or not piercings hurt or anything. Oh, okay. Well, anything else you need to say before we end the podcast? Um, I think it is really cool that you have a podcast, <laughs> and I'm very proud of you for your creativity. Thank you. And I am very excited to see who you become. Yeah, I'm going to support you. I'll be like, Wes. You remember this day, whatever day it is, Friday the 13th. I know, remember we love Friday the 13th. I'm a spooky shorty. Exactly. <laughs> no. I love like horror movies and like everything. I love all the things. You're literally like Daisy. I can't. I literally just watched my first scary movie with Daisy. It was the new Scream. It was kind of <gasps> oh scary. Oh my God, it was so good. But it was good, exactly. And then I started watching all the other episodes of like scream oh you watch like the series or the films the films okay the first one is iconic i haven't watched that one i watched everything else except that one (gasps) you need to watch the first one the opening scene with drew barrymore oh i probably shouldn't be encouraging my students to watch horror (laughs) movies um you should watch it if you want to and i have no opinions on horror films But if I did have opinions, I would, oh, say, I would say that the opening scene with Drew Barrymore is probably, like, one of the most iconic opening scenes in all of horror, if not the most iconic opening scene in all of horror. I also have, like, I just have an affinity for the Scream series. I have a big love and respect for Wes Craven. Not why I go by Wes. It's just a shortened yeah. version of my last name. But <laughs> okay. if, if people don't know how to say my name, that's the reference that I use. I say, you know, like, Wes Craven, the director. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. See, perfect. Okay, well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for Even having me. I, like, kind of canceled on you last minute, but thank you <laughs> for okay. doing this. <laughs> well, it's okay. you should watch my other episodes. I don't even know what's out. I'm literally lost on episodes at this point, mm-hmm. but you should watch my episodes, and you should go on my Instagram, because I post a lot about myself. Well, not really myself, but about stuff that's happening in my life Uh and new episodes coming out like you should follow it you know okay so i'm totally not allowed to follow a student's (gasps) instagram but i will check out are you on spotify yeah i will check out your podcast okay boom i'm gonna email it to you with like podcast okay yeah i can totally like i'm allowed to give you my professional email i think so i can write it down okay dang a lot of restrictions oh yeah it's just to yeah it's just to make sure that everything is not weird okay <laughs> okay then which that's... like i totally respect it also like i'm i'm like an adult i don't i don't want to follow then if you go into a high school setting this block your instagram then <laughs> make your instagram hard because I know, we I will was really thinking i was like oh but i don't have like my name and anything so i don't oh, so, i don't so think that y'all would find me and i don't give students my number so they wouldn't be able to find my social media but i do think about that sometimes like oh my god what if y'all just like i was like what if one day i have like a tweet go viral or something i never would i'm not funny <laughs> but what if like one day one of my tweets goes viral and one of my students sees me <laughs> So I've been thinking 
thinking that I probably <clears throat> need to start locking down all my social media at least before I start student teaching. Well, I, totally I know should. I I follow a lot of teachers. In that You're so scary, and it's on my personal <laughs> and my podcast. So it's like you gotta mm-hmm. lock that down. Don't even put your name. Don't even put last I name. Know, don't put I nothing. Don't, uh-uh, nothing my full name is not in anything. None of my handles. None of my bios. Nothing. And then, yeah, I've been thinking, I know one of the, one of my peers in my cohort has, mm-hmm. like, a an Instagram specifically for her, excuse me, I'm sorry, has an Instagram specifically for her students to follow. It's, like, Ashley in the classroom or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, she does like, that. Do some, like, do something like that. Yeah. I was like, that's, like, the most I'll do. I was like, I, I do give, like, my professional email to students just in case they ever need, like, advice or something like that. But that's, like, or, like, my school email through um, USD. Mm-hmm. But that's it. <laughs> that's all. Okay. Well, thank you for telling me that and <laughs> telling you that to lock down your Instagram everything you I have. Know. Thank you for telling me. But um, I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye. Bye.